Hi, welcome to Dear X, a storytelling podcast that showcases anonymous letters to ex-lovers with the aim of finding clarity, catharsis, closure, and sometimes saying fuck you when they deserve it. I'm Jen Pitch. It's been a while, and I thank you for your patience. I made a little video on Instagram talking about how I needed to hold space for myself after a really stressful couple of weeks. I've never been someone who bounces back quickly when heavy shit happens, and I didn't want to feel obligated to make something when I was in a really bad place mentally. Since this project is all about me holding space for you or supporting you as you hold space for yourself, I knew you wonderful folks would understand and allow me the time to recuperate and feel like me again. So the first story is one that I'm going to read out loud, but I wanted to put a content warning for themes of suicide, so please be gentle with yourselves as you listen in. Dear X, it has been five years since everything happened. I don't think that you will ever understand how difficult our breakup was for me too. You seem to focus on yourself and how terrible I was for leaving. You pretend that you didn't see it coming, but we both knew what happened was inevitable. Over the course of our eight-year relationship, you constantly kept trying to break up with me when it seemed like nothing was really wrong. It was just a minor issue here and there that could always be resolved with a bit of work. Little did I know you were keeping a huge secret from me. There were so many moments when I thought to myself, why did you lie to me? Why did you trick me and build a life with me for it all to come crashing down? I've come to realize that all of that means nothing in the end, and hanging on to that bitterness is not hurting anyone else but myself. In our sixth year, you finally told me the truth about what was really going on. That was the moment that completely shook my world. I saw you crying in the bedroom and I came up to you, asking what was wrong. You told me I wouldn't want to be with you anymore and that I was going to hate you. I felt this coldness rush over me, but comforted you all the same. I said, don't be silly, what's wrong? You told me that you felt like you were not yourself that you were in the wrong body. I didn't understand what you meant, and that was when you told me you were transgender. You told me you were a woman. At the time, I still didn't completely understand what was happening or what that meant, but all the pieces were coming together, and I started to recognise the signs that I just thought were your little quirks and idiosyncrasies. I felt relieved that you didn't tell me you cheated on me. Mind you, throughout our relationship, you made me feel insecure because you were always flirting with other women. Naturally, that's what I thought you were going to tell me when you said you had something to confess. I told you we would get through this. I said that I would help you as much as I could. I stood by your side for another two years after that. All I wanted was for you to be happy. 
I drove you to doctor's appointments and supported you all the way. I was so focused on your happiness to the point that I forgot my own. You cannot begin to understand what it is like to see the person you fell in love with disappear right in front of you. It was like I was mourning the death of someone who was still living under the same roof and sleeping in the same bed as me. There was no intimacy at all during that time. You were so focused on you that we became housemates. There was no sex at all. I wondered, now that you are out as a woman to me, did the quote-unquote masculine role you played when we previously had sex, the only way we had ever known, did you not want to have sex that way anymore? Was it your medication? Did they completely change your sex drive? I didn't know this person I was living with anymore. You kept telling me you were the same person, but you weren't. You made me keep that secret for nine months until you decided you were ready to tell the world. This would have been fine if we were okay, if we were communicating openly and honestly, if there was give and take. Sure, this change was happening to you, and I was so happy that you were finally brave enough to be living your truth, but I shouldn't feel selfish or guilty when I say this change was affecting me too. In the end, I had a nervous breakdown. I was so sick, so terrified, so scared to be by myself and left alone with my thoughts, yet I didn't have the energy or will to want to be around anyone else, because all I felt was shame and fear for feeling so low. I remember the day I came home from my doctor's appointment and I told you that I was suffering from severe depression and anxiety, and you looked at me with disgust. You did not care at all. It didn't involve you and your transition, so why should it matter? What did I have to be depressed about? At least I was born in the right body, right? I told you that I needed to take medication to help me, and you said nothing. We were meant to go out to breakfast before you went to work, and I asked you to come to my place of work with me to tell management about what I was dealing with, because I was ashamed, and I needed your support. You made such a fuss over it, because going to breakfast was more important to you. I collapsed into a mess on the dining room floor, because I couldn't cope with yet another blow, and you stood there and rolled your eyes at me. My breakdown was a burden to you. I ended up calling my sister before we left and asked for her support. She was there for me. She drove me there and stood by my side as I spoke to HR. That person should have been you. It was at that moment that I realised how selfish you were and I fell out of love with you. I realised that I meant nothing. How I felt and what I was going through didn't matter to you one bit. Forgive me if I'm wrong, but I thought that if you were in a committed relationship, you would want to be there for your partner, support them through their troubles and help them heal. That's exactly what I did for you. What you were going through impacted me too. You didn't see it that way. I was so alone. Everyone checked up on you to make sure you were okay. I didn't have the same concern from people other than my family and I was made to feel like I was being selfish or transphobic for going through my depression. You emotionally blackmailed me, gaslighted me and the amount of psychological abuse I endured during that time was unbelievable. Without my family, my psychologist and my dog, I don't know if I would still be here today. I truly don't know if I would have made it through without them by my side. The only reason I stayed with you for as long as I did was because you made me feel like you were going to kill yourself if I left. 
you made sure you made me feel like it would be my fault if you did that to yourself. Of course, I didn't want to have that hanging over me. You know I would never want to cause harm to anyone. You used my empathy to benefit you. How could you cause that much hurt and anguish to a person? I don't care about what you're going through. It is never okay to use that as an excuse to hurt someone so deeply. You used to try and bribe me to stay by offering me gifts and making big promises. Throughout our relationship, you promised to take me on a big adventure overseas, something you knew I had dreamed of doing all my life. Over the years, I kept asking about taking that holiday and you would always make excuses as to why we should wait another year. And when I started distancing myself from you, you tried to bribe me with the dream holiday again. It broke my heart that you would be so manipulative. On the day we ended, I was sitting outside having a smoke and a coffee before I started work. You came outside and tried to pressure me to have sex with you. I refused again and again. I had to hide how terrified I was of you. I didn't want to show any weakness to you at all because I was scared you would do something to hurt me. All I could think in my head was, be strong, be strong, be strong. That was the day I packed my bags and left. When you found out, you flipped out and came looking for me. You must have driven at such a dangerous speed. You appeared at the door in a flash. You had swallowed all of the medication you had in your house. You pulled a knife out of your pocket and held it to your throat. At that moment, I was scared that what you had been saying, years of threatening to kill yourself, was about to come true. I jumped you and fought to get the knife from your hands. I saved your life that day. Yet no one remembers that, not even you. I put myself in danger for you. People seem to only remember what you tell them about how bad I was to you. But what I did was only for you. I was there for you as you built your confidence to be the person you deserve to be. I supported you 100% at the risk of my own health and I left you so that you could be with someone who understands you and you could have a fulfilling life that you deserve. I couldn't give you what you needed and you couldn't give me what I needed. I'm not the horrible person you made me out to be to the world. Wanting to end our relationship does not make me a turf or transphobic. I ended it because you weren't the person I fell in love with. Yes, physically, as well as emotionally. And even after all the damage you've done, I don't think you're a horrible person either. It has been five years since we ended and now I am the strongest I have ever been. I thank you for that. Most of all, I forgive you for everything you did. You caused a lot of trauma, but I see now that you just didn't know how to live your truth and that manifested abusive and manipulative behavior. You couldn't live your truth and that must have been so difficult. I wish you only the best, X. I know that I am moving forward towards the most beautiful life. The best things for me are only around the corner. Goodbye and take care. From S. Thank you so much, S. 
The next recording is by a person I've known and cared about for a very long time. Listening to their voice as they share their letter affects me so much. Dear X, it took nine months to go from meeting you to marrying you. It took nine months from shattering my trust to the last straw. That's appropriately symmetrical. I need you to know that the months of daily inner turmoil was torture. Should I forgive this too? Am I throwing it all away for something too small? Or is this a sunken cost fallacy? Should I just put up with it? Would it be a disservice to myself to put up with it? Do I love you anymore? Do I know you anymore? You force conversations and your decisions around holidays. First my birthday, then Thanksgiving, then Christmas, even Inauguration Day. I was told that the day the last straw broke was National Houseplant Appreciation Day. I was tempted to destroy my houseplants. If you ruin these holidays for me, I won't forgive that. Neither of us were really listening. I told you three separate times that I didn't know if we'd survive 2020. You chose her over me three separate times. I had to tell you at least three times that this was all you're doing, all your choices, all your decisions. You could have had a place to live. You could have had the house that we'd paid off entirely. I was working so hard to get the farmhouse livable so that I could move out. But that third time you chose her, that was it. I told you to stay. You could have turned around and kept the house, but you didn't. And it was all because she accidentally called you. It was a mistake. She doesn't want you, and you found that out after you threw it all away. That's karma. I wish you weren't a liar. I wish you hadn't taken me for granted. I wish you well. But I also wish you didn't try to converse with me daily, because some days I just don't want to talk to you. I guess 23 and a half years is a hard habit to break. Goodbye. B. Thank you for sharing, B. I love you. I found this episode to be one of the heaviest episodes for me. Maybe it's because I'm still slowly coming out of a dark phase, but I thought we could take a moment to do a little bit of breathing to try and shake off some of the tension this episode may make you feel. So if you can, close your eyes, or if you're someone who finds it really difficult to focus when your eyes are shut, just stare at an object in front of you. 
Hands are on your lap or on your heart or on the table. Shoulders are relaxed. Give them a bit of a gentle wiggle to shake off any tension you may be holding. Take a deep breath in through the nose. Really fill up your lungs. And then breathe out through your mouth. Do that again. And this time I want you to picture a small light under your ribcage that gets larger and brighter as you breathe in. And smaller as you breathe out. The next time you inhale, imagine the light gets so big that it fills your entire body all the way to the top of your head, fingertips and toes. And then breathe out. On your last deep inhale, push that light down your legs and out from the soles of your feet into the earth. Focus on that beautiful connection you feel to the energy of the earth, the strong, stable ground. A few more softer breaths now. Wiggle your fingers and your toes. Gently shrug your shoulders, roll your neck around a few times. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you'd like to share your story, I would so love to hear from you. And just remember, your letters don't have to be sad or negative. In fact, I'd really love to hear some stories of relationships that ended well, or even some funny stories. That would be awesome too. Check out my Instagram at Podcast. There's a link that will take you to a PDF with instructions on how to write your letter and some notes on how to record it as well. Also, if you'd like to submit something but, like S, don't want to record your voice, you are welcome to send the letter and I will get it recorded. All submissions, rants, thoughts, whatever it is, can be sent to dearxpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to show your support by subscribing and writing a review. Take care. Talk soon.